All right, let's check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. And yeah, there's an election going on still here in BC, too, because the final count for our election, Vaughn, gets underway today. Yes, uh, you know, elections BC had raised concerns early on uh, for Simi that there were so many ballots by mail that they might not be able to be ready to count today. They, by law, they take 13 days to validate the ballots, but they said, gee, it could take four weeks. Well, uh, again, full marks to Elections BC. They got on top of it. They're ready to roll today. Today is the day that the final count should start. They think they'll be done by Sunday evening, and they're even going to give us some suspense, Simi. They're going to post the results as their counting goes. So we'll see rolling counts starting today, and uh, there's... You know, the the results of our election are not going to change, but the results in a bunch of seats could change. Uh, You know, there's three, four, five, uh, maybe as many as six. Uh, I think it's more likely three or four seats. Uh, You could see the New Democrats' majority increase, and that's because uh, the surveys done beforehand by the polling companies that got the election result right also found that the ballots by mail skew toward the NDP. So there's some close ridings where the Liberals were ahead on election night. Those could flip. And we'll be watching very, very closely what happens in Sonia Firstino's riding. She had a lead of about 1,000 votes. It would take a lot of ballots to switch that. But it is possible that one could switch, although I don't think that's likely. Okay, so that's our election, but of course all eyes are on the election down in the United States. And boy, were you surprised when you woke up this morning and saw those changes? No, because we were warned down there as well that uh, Democrats were more likely to vote by mail and Republicans were more likely to vote in person. So there were seats where Trump was ahead on election night, and we were expecting, based on that, that those those states could switch, and they are switching. Uh, as the ballots by mail come in. Although I will highlight one number that really jumped out at me this morning, Simi, and we need, everybody needs to pay attention attention to this one. It is true that Joe Biden has so far already gotten more votes for president than anyone in American history. He's got about 80 million votes. The number two vote-getter in all history of American elections is... Barack Obama. Donald Trump. Really? Oh, in this election? This election. Oh. You know, you wouldn't know it from some of the coverage down south, uh, but Donald Trump has already gotten six million votes more this time than he did last time. Amazing. He is, uh, he is approaching uh, 70 million votes. Does that um, show you got, how fired up the two sides were on this? Like, clearly he, he did manage to bring out his base and get them fired up to vote for him. He did, and you know what? I, I, if you look at what's going on down there and what has happened down there, there, the Democrats are confident they've got the presidency, and, I, and they should be. I think they've got it. Uh, you know, I think that's true. But you're also seeing some commentary, even from Democrat supporters, that, you know, they misjudged the electorate again. They didn't realize the degree to which Trump was actually mobilizing people who vote Republican. 
And they didn't realize how their own talk, the Democrats talked about remaking the country, right? They're going to get rid of the Electoral College. They were going to pack the Supreme Court with Democrat nominees. They were going to uh, add states to the union so they would control the Senate. Uh, They were going to jack up taxes. And to some degree, that seems to have motivated traditional Republican supporters to get out and vote and put a check on that. And we're seeing that play out in the race for the House of Representatives. The Democrats were expecting to increase their hold on that. It's actually dropped. And the Senate. Now, Mm -hmm. the Democrats expected to take control of the Senate, and they may still do so. Uh, For people who haven't had enough suspense with the American election, there are two Senate seats in Georgia that right now look like they will go to a runoff election in January, on January the 5th, and those two elections could decide who controls the Senate. So there's still some suspense left in it, never mind all the other things. And I have only one other thing to say to you this morning, Simi. Um, What's that? Donald Trump will be president of the United States for at least another 10 weeks. He's not, you know, I, I don't think there's any likelihood that he's going to win the election. But he remains president until the handover right. on January the 20th. And uh, without being too alarmist, I do wonder what he will be doing with his spare time between now and then. Yeah, that kind of got an indication of that yesterday, right? Where there were some le- leaks from the White House saying that he was going to get back to work and start doing things and act as though he did win a second yeah. term. But then when you think about it, he never did say what he wanted to do in his second term. No, that's true, but he's still president. And, of course, there's this wild scenario. And, you know, given what's going on, why wouldn't one at least discuss a wild scenario? Uh, The wild scenario is that Trump is mostly worried about what happens to him and his family uh, with all these allegations after he's gone as president. And that leads to, as I say, a wild card scenario where he resigns early Pence takes over as president and pardons him. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, they're they're already talking about him running for a a president again in 2024 as a way to avoid all this, right? We're into uncharted territory here. And uh, as I say, uh, you know, I don't think we need to alarm people on necessarily, but I do think a couple of things we need to be aware of is... Uh, that he is president for another 10 weeks, and uh, he has been known to make some reckless decisions. And the other thing is, um, more people voted for him this time than voted for him last time, and that tells you something about the electorate down there and how it's divided and the healing job ahead for Joe Biden because he is, if he wants to reunite the country, he's got to figure out a way to show respect for all those people who voted for Donald Trump, even though he doesn't agree with them. Right, but we'll see if, they, I mean, he's been trying to do that, right? Where he said it doesn't yeah. matter if you voted for me or not. But the question is, will they listen and accept that? You're right, Simi, that is a huge challenge down there. You, those of us who've been following politics for a while will remember Barack Obama tried very, very hard after he won the election. He showed enormous respect for John McCain, and he tried very, very hard to reach out across the political divide down there. And he didn't succeed. 
he did succeed to some degree, but the country remained bitterly divided. If the Republicans hang on to the Senate, as they may do, even with those two uh, perhaps runoff elections in January, uh, the history of uh, Republicans in the Senate is that they obstruct Democrat presidents any way they can. So the divisions that are, that are on down there may not go away, even if yeah. uh, Trump does concede the election to Biden. Another fascinating day ahead. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. will be checking him within a Monday, of course. And by that point, we'll have a much better idea of BC's election and final numbers as well. Because as he points out, our final count starts this morning. Elections BC will be updating those numbers throughout the weekend. And they expect to have that done on Sunday night.